Welcome to episode 133 of the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. Last week I was in India for a brief business trip with my day job and had a wonderful experience in the market that I'd visited in September of 2007 when I shot some great portraits that I shared with you in episodes 105 and 106. This is the first of a two-part series in which I'll explain what happened this time and share some 13 or so total uh, images, uh, portraits of the wonderful people that I met at the market this time. So, as I said, in episodes 105 and 106, I discussed a series of portraits that I shot during a 30-minute walk through the Madhivala vegetable market in Bangalore, India, and that was back in September 2007. I had been there on business for basically a flying trip, and the only photography really that I did was from the plane on the way out and the way back and these 30 minutes in the market, and that's pretty much how it was this time. I'd devised a strategy uh, to get people used to me quickly. Basically, like many people, um, probably more than uh, some people, I experience a fair amount of anxiety when walking up to people and asking if I can take their photograph. I'd also, you know, I decided a while back that I would no longer just shoot people from the car while on these business trips to India, as it was at the best too impersonal and possibly, well, probably just downright insulting to have someone, some outsider just whizzing past in a car and shooting out the window like some sniper. Anyway, my strategy was um, last year to walk through the market with my camera around my neck and not take any photos at all on the first walk through. I simply smiled and said hello to many of the people that I saw as I walked. Then, when I got to the end of the market, I turned around and walked back through along the same side. It's on two sides of the road, and I walked from, um, I thought it was maybe half, but it seems this time a little less, maybe two-thirds of the way along one side, and then just turned around and walked back through the same side that I'd just been through. And on this return walk, the people that had seen me walk through the first time had their curiosity pricked somewhat and basically they started to call out to me and ask where I was from and what I was doing there. And with the camera around my neck from the start, basically, as I was walking through, it was easy now for me to ask um, if I could take their photo, basically. And as I shot some people, um, a bus started in nearby stalls and before I knew it, you know, I was moving along. Many others were actually uh, starting to ask me if I'd take their photograph. And it was all just so much easier for me to to ask the, any additional people as well. Um, just because of the sort of the snowballing effect of this uh, the, this photography that I was... I'd sort of strategized and it really paid off. It was a wonderful experience and I felt strongly that I wanted to get... Um, you know, I wanted to do something in return for these people's warmth and kindness. And I actually mentioned at the end of the two podcasts on this last year that I wanted to take back some prints for the people that had allowed me to shoot them. Well, 
at about 1am on Sunday the 13th of April, just six hours before I was due to leave for the airport, um, I, I was, you know, I was going to head back over there and I'd finally finished recording episode 132 of this podcast and I'd also done most of my packing and I thought, you know, I'm just going to have to do this. So I selected 10 photos of the people from the market and loaded my printer with 5x8 Epson paper and started to output prints. And I have to admit, I'd been pretty busy until that point with various things. And though for a moment, I, you know, I, I thought that I might have given up on this, I was thinking that the people, you know, may not even be there and I'd probably need some sleep before I got on the plane. But if they were there, I would never have forgiven myself for my laziness. So I went ahead and made the prints. Well, around, um, let's see, it was around 9.30am on the morning of the 15th, once I was in India, two days later. And I drove through the market uh, on the way to a, a business meeting. And I saw one of the people that I'd photographed at, at a fruit stall. Then, as I went along further, I saw a fish stall where I'd photographed a family there and some, you know, some people working at the stall. And at this point, I couldn't find anyone else, but I was really happy because it seemed that at least some of the people were still there. So I knew that it, you know, it, was, it was really worth my while to have done at least some of these prints. I didn't stop at that point, as we had to be somewhere for a meeting, but I did tell the others with me that, if possible, I'd like to stop for 30 minutes on the way back later in the day to give these people their photos. I showed them the photos too, and they thought it was an excellent idea, um, so you know, pretty much the stage was set. Well, at 3.30, we arrived back at the market, and I have to admit I was a little bit apprehensive as I didn't know how they'd react, uh, but we parked the car and headed towards the stall where I'd recognised the first man. I approached the man uh, from the fruit stall and said hello and asked if he remembered me. And he didn't seem to understand, but and he also, you know, he seemed possibly to recognise me, but not sort of straight away, which isn't surprising. Uh, but as I spoke, I handed him his photograph, and then he started laughing and looking back at his wife and they seemed as though they started to recall the the uh, you know the the time that the brief time that we'd met uh, the previous year, and they were sort of you know smiling and laughing, and you know everything just sort of started to to flow the way I was hoping it was going to do. Um, you know their smiling faces were all that I wanted, and I'd seen them so you know th those faces. So I was now pretty happy. I asked the people in the in the photo, you know, if they if they also knew the people in the photos, the other photos um, that I'd recalled taking near near to their stall, and they were there. They were in the back of the stall next to theirs, and I'd started to hand out the fo their photos too, and again was was rewarded with laughter and smiles, and everyone sort of you know was just really you know passing the photos around and enjoying it, and it was just a really a, a great time to be spending. We walked further along and it just kept getting better. I saw more people and handed over the photos and then we got to the fish stall. Uh, some of the people that I'd shot before were there. Uh, many weren't 
but you know there there were some some there that I recognized and when I you know showed the photos again um it was just a very similar reaction everybody was laughing and happy um there were a lot more people that I'd not seen before at this stall and as I you know basically sort of started to pass the the photos out um you know it just it just all again just snowballing um a lot of people sort of came came along and let's just look um start looking at some of the shots that I took this time as well I hadn't shot any um of the previous people that I revisited um but from this point uh, I actually started shooting again so let's look at image number 1740 we started with this big group photo which they basically initiated i had only taken my 85mm f1.2 lens to, into the market so i had to step back quite a way to get everyone in but i guess this you know will have helped to get a nice perspective as well without say if i if i the only other lenses i had with me were the 70 to 200, which is obviously only 10 millimeters um, less at the short end, and the 16 to 35 millimeter f 2.8. So, I you know that would have distorted things a little bit if I'd have gone even if I'd have gone as wide as 35 millimeters. So, I, I guess the perspective is better than this, but I did have to move quite away uh, from the people to get them all in, which was a little bit impersonal, and also I was almost on the road. Um, but you know it worked out kind of okay. I was not so happy with the, the wooden pillar there, the pole uh, or post that's holding up the stall. Um, you know, I I didn't particularly want to start choreographing the, um, or choreographing the, um, the, the scene either. You know, I didn't want to get everyone sort of running around in, in like a, a, a proper shoot because it really wasn't that kind of a feeling. It was just a bunch of guys Okay, so take our photos now, and they all sort of jumped in, and and that was all I wanted to do. I wasn't quite so bothered about um, the resulting images rather than the interchange or the interaction. So, anyway, um, I really like this shot as everyone's smiling. Um, so it really does relay the happiness and sort of friendliness of the moment. Although it was a bright sunny day, I'd learned when I came here before that most of the time the people were going to be under the shadows of their stall canopies. So I'd set my ISO to 200 from the start, and I selected an aperture of f4 for this shot, which required a shutter speed of one uh, 320th of a second for the you know for this exposure. After this, they all started to ask for individual or group shots, and I have to admit that although I'd been hoping to shoot a few more photos, hence the camera around my neck with an 85mm lens fitted, I was in this sort of handing over photo mode still, and it all started to take off into a photo shoot. Um, you know, who am I to stop the flow, right? But it, it was great. It was um, really sort of, I was enjoying the experience incredibly. And in the next shot, I, uh, well, the number of the next shot is 1741. We can see who I think is the owner of the stall with a prize catch catfish. He'd been elbowing people out of the way trying to get into the, get into a shot alone. And, but, you know, the others sort of kept sneaking in. And this, this one, this young guy in the burgundy shirt had come in behind so I got a, a shot um, that I quite like actually with both of the both of them in there the 
you know, you've got the both gentlemen's heads sort of tilted at a similar angle. And, you know, I, I think it just, it kind of works from a colour, um, you know, contrast sort of perspective as well. This was also shot at f4, but I'd lowered the shutter speed um, to around 1 200th um, for this, as there were fewer highlights to blow out. The next shot uh, was somewhat frustrating, um, as, well, it wasn't this shot at all, it was, it was the shots around this. Basically, the two guys that we can see in image 1742 had posed for, a, a, you know, a couple of times, and they, they're standing there, and I, what I'd done is, um, you know, they'd, you can see here that, you know, one of them has got a, a slightly sort of smile on his face. Basically, um, moments before, the guys had given me this really sort of tough guy, um, you know, pose. It was, it was, you know, you can see from the other, from the group shot before that everybody's laughing. Um, but they they both sort of give gave me this really sort of tough pensive stare, like the guy on the left of the frame here has. Um, but in this shot, the the guy on the right is he's broken his his look slightly, you know, and he's he's got a bit of a smile on his face. Um, but moments before, basically what had happened is they they'd given me that look, and I was shooting it. I got a few a few frames, and then they both burst into spontaneous laughter, and they were they've got these big. Um, wide smiles on with white teeth and it's a great shot but what was what had happened is I had not got them parallel to the frame to the to the film plane um, so basically the guy I think it was the guy on the left in this frame was out of focus I'd focused on the right hand guy and he the guy on the left was out of the depth of field and so basically what had what had happened is he was just a little bit um, out of out of focus and so that was for both the the really sort of pensive tough guy pose and the spontaneous laughter so um i was you know you can imagine that i was pretty disappointed when i i got these uh, back and realized that they were out of focus but luckily um i'd i'd realized that they were not parallel while i was there and i moved sort of to the right slightly to my right slightly and then tilted the camera a little bit so that I could I could get both men pretty much in the depth of field and and created this image. The guy in the background, the owner of the stall, does detract from the main subject a little, but he was actually very determined to be in the shot. Um, obviously wouldn't have realised that he was going to be out of focus, but um, as I moved around to parallel these guys, the guy in the background also sort of shifted along a little bit in the stall to stay in frame. And, you know, he did this on pretty much all of the shots here. Uh, but again, I was not going to start to try and really choreograph the, the whole thing. Um, if you want to look at the rest of the shots that I took here, by the way, I'll put some links into the show notes. And something that you might not realize as well, usually these links that I give you for the show notes, they're basically search conditions for the gallery search. So if you look below the images at any time, any of these shots that I take when I, when I group them together... There's usually a little keyword there. Um, in this instance, it's India underscore April APR uh, underscore 2008. And so you can click on that as a link and it'll just give you all of the images from the uh, from that particular shoot as well. And that goes the same for the for the gear and a lot of things. Um, I think actually the gear I have um, 
linked on my profile page or the bottom of the search page where you can just sort of go in there and click on gear and it'll give you a link of all of the photographs taken with that gear so you know you can see say everything that I've taken with my 70 to 200 millimeter f2.8 IS lens and stuff like that anyway um, before I digress too much in shot number 1743 we can see uh, three wonderful smiles actually that will be four if we count the the stall owner in the background there but uh, these three young boys again with their their prize catfish all gave me a wonderful smile each they'd actually gotten uh, a little bit serious for a moment before this so I dropped the camera sort of away from my face and gave them a big smile myself which they were all reacting to here again I have a, a little bit of a vexing memory from this point as and a photo to back it up um, they'd all started laughing at each other um, pretty big time you know with the the boy on the right there was actually pointing with his arm stretched out at the boy on the left and you know as they did so they all rocked backwards and the focus ended up being perfectly on the face of the catfish uh, so I lost the, the focus from these guys and again it would have been an excellent shot but I guess these are the prices that we pay for, for using sort of wide apertures and small depth of field I was back up to a shutter speed of one uh, 320th of a second here again and you, know, you wouldn't believe it but as I was sort of checking my histogram and that these guys uh, teeth were actually blowing out they got such white smiles as when I was here before after each shot I showed them the photos on the LCD uh, which again or you know it always gives rise to sort of laughter and smiles and then I shook each of their hands and thanked them this time many of them started to ask for their photos which is fine of course it's the least that I can do so I promised to take them back again on my next trip as we walked further along I spotted the gentleman with the red and the white checked headdress um, draped around his shoulders like a shawl sort of thing and uh, this is the guy that I knew from the clothes this is the guy that I knew that I'd shot the wonderful portrait of in my previous previous visit and that that's the one that looks like something off a National Geographic magazine cover he didn't recognize me at first I walked right up to him um, which it's hardly surprising again uh, but I I walked over and showed him the photograph and as I did I sort of said do you know this gentleman and you know I wish that someone else had gotten a camera um, and shot a photo of this moment because his face was a picture he literally just lit up he he was just so excited and in turn of course I was again we shook hands and I thanked him again for his picture and three friends came by they all started looking at the photo and again laughed and smiling and uh, they requested another photo, a group photo, so I had them all sit down and then uh, took just two two frames and the resulting image is number 1746. I was again regretting slightly to an extent that I only had the 85mm with me. I was not expecting so many group shots and I, I had to sort of stand way back again on this to fit them all in. I wasn't too worried at the time I was really having such a great time and I believe that they were too so the exchange was more important to me than the resulting photos in this case at least 
But, you know, looking back, uh, this is a little bit too tight again, and I just didn't really want to move back any further. Um, I had to do a little bit of Photoshop work on this shot as well, as there was actually a fly that had gone in front of the lens, right over the the um, the left side of the man with the blue shirt's eye. Um, so, and like I say, I only, I only shot two frames. Um, the first one was better than the second, as I'd cut off even more of the hands, you know, due to the, the tight crop. I'd cut off even more of the hands of these men in the second shot, so I wanted to use the first. Um, so I actually just took the the left eye and cheek and ear of the man uh, with the blue shirt from the second shot and grafted it over the first. Still shooting at f4, I'd selected a shutter speed of 1/250th of a second here. The guy on the left of the group, um, as we view the shot, had a white shirt on, which we can see is really severely blown out under the direct sun. He was the only person in the in the shot that sat. You know, close enough forward to really get some direct sun on his shirt. Uh, but again, I wasn't too worried about this. Um, you know, we can see why it's blown out. And again, it, it was really all about the experience. Um, and just to meet the gentleman with the, the red and white checked headdress again. I've stared at his photo so many times over this last seven or eight months. I actually have it printed out on 13 by 19 uh, paper and framed on my wall in the office. So, you know, I... It was just so amazing to see this guy again in the flesh, and you know, especially as he was as excited as he was, and you know, you can't really see that in this shot. He's got a, a really cool, calm, and collected photo face, um, but you know, it really was a treat, and I, I think this is it was an, an honor and a pleasure to meet him the first time, and this second time was really just it just really um, you know made my day, made my week, made made my year, I guess. So let's leave it there for today, though, and we'll pick up the trail again in the next episode. So I hope you've enjoyed that first part of this two-part series. I will try, actually... Um, to get the second part out during this week so that we can sort of make up for some missed episodes um, due to my family visit recently. Remember that our current assignment is on abstract and you have until Sunday the 18th of May to get your entries uploaded to the MVP Gallery's assignment album, which brings me nicely onto the subject of our little hackerification last week. Um, Making up words there, obviously. While I was in India, I became aware of some um, problems with the mbpgalleries.com website and after a quick look I feared that it was the work of a hacker. I tried to work on this while I was on the road but really couldn't make the time to look at it properly and as I was there on I was business, there basically on business in my day job didn't have a lot of time um, to do anything really other than sort of you know the work um, and 30 minutes in the, the Madiwala market. Uh, anyway, I I actually didn't have any of the files necessary to really fix anything as well. Um, but then when I got home on the Friday evening, I soon confirmed that it was indeed subject. Um, you know, it, the 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 site had been the subject um, or of the work 
of a certain sort of species of pond life that preys on people that are having fun for no profit you know really really saddens me to think that there are people like this in the world but I guess that there's there's nothing we can do about it um, I actually know the name of the website that this hacker was trying to redirect us to and also sort of trying to re redistribute their Trojan horse style sort of virus style files um, but the internet um, is currently designed so that people can hide behind privacy measures at their service providers and it really isn't easy to stop them Anyway, if you had problems with the MVP Gallery's website last week, I apologize for not being able to fix the issues more quickly. I actually upgraded the gallery software um, on the MVP website, mvpgalleries.com website last week, so that was last Saturday. And that basically closed the security hole that allowed um, the hacker to get in. So we should be okay now, and we have the, the latest and greatest version of the software too. So thanks very much for your patience, thanks for your help and um, those that have sort of done a bit of testing for us uh, after getting the new version up and running, thank you very much guys. I really appreciate all of your, your help and everybody's uh, patience. So let's call it a day for today and I'll be back later with part two of my trip to the Madiwala market. So for now, you just have a great week, whatever you do. Bye bye. photocastnetwork.com your photography resource in the potosphere photocastnetwork.com